No, I'm not. I'm not. This, I'll, I'm not I'll disputing. Dog, I'm not. I'm not with a dog, that, but all the dog knows how foolish this is. I mean, I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up food in a deal like that. You wouldn't. Honest. No. I wouldn't, you wouldn't give, give up shooter for Bradley Beal. I wouldn't give up shooter in a Beal deal. But I tell, I tell you this though, Zion should most definitely be starting in the All Star game. Oh yeah, man. Come again. He's a he's a poor he's a poor man's Al Jefferson, and by poor man I mean like extremely broke. Welcome, welcome to this week's edition of the Mirada Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne West, joined by my fellow co-host, Kirk Davids. How are you doing, bro? I'm good, man. What's up? I'm good, I'm good. Also, my other fellow co-host, Mr. Theo Davis. How are you doing, fam? Yes, sir. Not too bad, fam. You know, just chilling, ready to get another episode cracking. All right, cool, cool. So for this week's episode, we'll be talking to Chef Junior Gordon about some NBA matters, you know. He's an avid Laker fan, and we're just here to get his views on the basketball season so far. You know, and also some predictions for his playoff teams and also for some of the individual awards. And on in further on in the episode, we'll also be doing our own NBA All-Star Draft. So guys, stay tuned. This will be a very fun and entertaining episode. Let's go. All right, so in our first segment of this episode, we'll be speaking to lifelong Laker fan, Chef Junior Gordon, about, you know, the NBA season so far, his expectations for the season, been disappointed by anybody so far, any team. We'll get some Laker talking, and we'll also get his favorites for this season's trophy, along with the individual awards the NBA gives out. So, with no further ado, Mr. Gordon, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Good, good, good. So, lifelong Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Like myself, you know, defending champions. Um, Give me your take on the NBA season. What, what do you think about the season so far? Well, I mean, to be honest, it's about... um, It's a pretty unprecedented season, you know, given that this is the you know, the first official start, you know, post-COVID and a lot of the changes that have been like implemented, like, you know, like scheduling and like the proximity of games and such and such. And like, you kind of see how it like actually affects not only the players, but the fans and, you know, like the coaches and, you know, how availabilities and stuff like that, like play a big role in like the end product, you know? So just from that perspective alone, like it kind of, change just your view it kind of skew things up a little bit as a fan you know uh let's give me your overview on how the lakers be you know we're without anthony davis now um miss dennis Schroeder for a couple of games we went on a four game losing streak until we end up winning um a couple of nights ago versus portland just give me your you know outlook or summary on what what you have the lakers this season well i mean like i feel as though we've like taken a at least two steps backwards because like last year, like the, the main thing that got us through like the tough stretches was defense. Like that was the, you know, that was the common thing that like we actually were able to like rely on like night in night out. We knew that we had like defense from like the front court as well as the back court. And mm-hmm. as far as size is concerned, like literally like no one could match up with us. You know, we had 
Dwight that would not necessarily always get blocks, but like he just made you adjust your shot. So that alone just like give us the advantage. And then who's going around like LeBron, who's going around KCP, who's going around even Caruso coming off the bench. So, you know, like we've definitely taken a few steps back. I'd love to see us like make like a few changes like before um, the trade deadline is done. But like I'm not as optimistic about going forward this year as, you know, things were like in the bubble last year. Yeah, I, I share some of your concerns, you know, because um, I mean, look at the subtractions. Lost mm-hmm. Dwight, lost JaVale. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, lost, lost Rondo. Two, two, well, we're looking at front court. Yeah, two okay. notch ring protectors, athletic guys that, you know, contest every shot. Guys, point guards are uh, wing players coming to lay. Do I just see a JaVale, you think twice about the Next, Rajan Rondo, who is a, uh, you know, premier ball handler, facilitator, give, um, make sh- shots for the guys that, you know, give them space, give them, put them in the right spots, get them open looks. And I think, I agree with the point about the team probably taking a step back. I mean, we, we expected from our additions with Mark Gasol and Dennis Schroeder, in Dennis Schroeder and Montreal have pretty much been okay. Marcus Hall is a liability. I mean, we, we brought him in not necessarily for his athleticism, but more like a creator in my being. That, that, you know, that's, that, like that's, a, that's what I want to know. Like, what exactly was he brought in to do? Like, what has he done? What has he, what was the purpose of bringing him in? Like, what is he, what does he do that like replaces like those two guys in any way, shape or form, whether offensively or defensively? We have like guys that can spot up and shoot. So we don't need, a slow seven-footer that's going to spot up and shoot threes. He's not that great defensively anymore like he used to be. So what, what exactly does he do? I, I think that I think the, the, the mind, the, the thought on Mark Gasol was to have somebody else to facilitate the offense, in a sense, from a different standpoint. Yes, we have Raja Aranda who leads it from, you know, the backcourt, three-point line in, ball screens, getting guys in position. Mark Gasol can be a nice pick-and-pop player who can pass out of the pick-and-roll as well. So I think that was the, you know, to have more options to lessen the load on a LeBron handling the ball at all times. But I don't think it has been effective being so that he is a liability on defense, being the fact that he's now, what, 30-plus, slow. and 36. 36. And if you're going to play him, if you're going to play him, you have to not necessarily hide him on defense, but you have to protect him in a way that he's not exposed. And I think he's been exposed so far on defense, and it has been a problem. And his shooting is not so good. So mm-hmm. if you're going to give up a certain aspect of the team in order to enhance somewhere else, and it's not benefiting, I think it's a failure so far. And I don't, I, I, I don't think they're going to cut him. No team is going to take him in a trade. So I don't know what they plan to do with him now, but I think his addition has been a, a you know a bit of a down spot in the team so far. Um, Schroeder has been fantastic. You can see where he was brought in to be a facilitator to re- replace Rondo. I think he's good enough to replace Rondo. I mean, he his his <coughs> offensive output is better than what Rondo would give because he averages what like 17, 18 points a game, and you know his defense is top-notch defense, and we need defense on the perimeter, seeing that the West has a lot of, you know, 
And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. That's fine and dandy. But does he replace playoff Rondo? That's the Rondo that, like, you know, we need to be concerned about. Like, does he replace playoff Rondo? That's a big, big, big loss right there. Like, like the whole world. Well, what we saw, what what I saw from Schroeder in the playoffs was a, a tenacious player who I think will be up for challenge. Now, the quality in decision-making and the quality in his overall output in the playoffs, he doesn't have the experience of a run. Mm-hmm. So I, we have to wait and see with that. But I think the type of player I see him as, you know, somebody who is always up for a, channel, uh, a challenge. I think he will perform in the playoffs. May, as I said, he may not be a standout like a Rondon or a big impact player, but he will do his role, you know, defense, at his point, set up the offense for the second unit whenever LeBron needs a rest. To, to be completely I'm fair, ready. I mainly see him as like our, our Lou Williams, so to speak. Well, being a six-man, perennial six-man since he's been in the league, pretty much, and successing in that role more so than a starter, I think he is a good doing, but a better Lou Williams with offense, with, with defense rather, not necessarily right. offense. No, Lou Williams can go hard for 30 on every night. I can't yeah. really see Schroeder like that. But at the end of the day, his defense, if you can put him with a KCP, at KCP, at a, let's say, for instance, at a, put KCP at three on some nights, have Schroeder and Caruso running around screens and coming off, off picks and have a LeBron at four fall and Anthony Davis on the court. I think that's a good lineup for the playoffs, minding you, depends on who we play. However, mm-hmm. the offensive output would struggle because you know you know LeBron is not necessarily a spot up shooter. He'd want the ball. Shooter would want the ball, and AD doesn't necessarily want to play the five based on what we know. So I think the Lakers will have to make a move, just as you said. Um, I'm not sure which players yet. And you have a couple guys who are waiting on buyouts from a couple teams. Um, I don't know who is waiting. They can get or should get. Ah. Uh. Man, to be honest with you, I don't see anybody really in any position to like be moved right now. So it's a tough, it's a tough ask. Like the guys that are waiting for buyouts aren't necessarily guys that would fit into like what we're doing right now. We need to um see if like like we, we really need to see if we can get Javel back. That would help a whole lot. That would help a whole lot. Like if we could get Javel back, um, you know, I think we need like help as far as um defense on the wings because like KCP, like, as soon as he goes to the bench and, like, LeBron takes defensive plays off, like, everybody gets torched. Mm-hmm. You know, spe- specifically, like, when we're playing against, like, teams that have, like, good, sound, small force. Like, if we're playing, like, a Brooklyn where, like, the guys have, like, good mid-range games, we get torched, like, tremendously. So, you know. I-, I think the Lakers, I think they would struggle against a lot of a team with ISO players. Yes. Like, Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn has three guys who can, you know, spread the entire court, put everybody on one side and go one-on-one. Yeah, three, mid, three mid-range like, players too. Exactly. And they also have a big who is ready to eat at the rim. So you can't necessarily overcompensate and double-team certain teams like that. And that's how the Lakers do well. They clog the paint for some for, for some parts of the game. Last year, they can't do that now because Manchester Harrell is not a, a rim defender. Um... Mark Gasol is not necessarily going to defend the rim. AD, you can't depend on AD to do so much because he needs him on the offense side. I understand. 
with his injury history. I mean, we were lucky last year that he went through a season pretty much unscathed. But look at this season. He's out now, what? Going three, four weeks? He's projected to be out. So we have to, we don't have to necessarily make a move right, right, right now. Over one has to be done. I mean, I like your idea of bringing JaVale back. Um, Andre Drummond might get a buyout. What do you think over JaVale? Yeah, but Drummond, Drummond is such a Drummond is such a hit or miss player. Like, yes, he's gonna give you rebounds, but rebound is not an issue with the Lakers. The Lakers like rebound by committee. Like everybody under like like down to um, Horton Tucker. Like everybody like fights tenaciously for rebounds. So that's not like an issue that like needs to be addressed. Which is like the main thing that Drummond's gonna bring. And the Lakers again like need like a very athletic person to protect the rim. Drummond, while he is a good defender at the rim, isn't the athletic guy. Because remember, when you're playing for the Lakers, you're taking everybody's best shot every single night. So the the um, the efficiency that you get from um, playing for Cleveland or him having playing for the Pistons and the way people play against him, like while he was on those teams, isn't the same that they're going to be coming at him once he's wearing that purple and gold. Exactly. You know, so like these are the little things that the little nuances that like kind of like separate like the big boys from like, you know, the little boys because Brooklyn still gets people half, you know, like half hearted efforts. You play in the Lakers like, you know, everybody watching. Exactly. Like, you like, have that stage to, you know, shine. Yeah. You know, like it's like it's like playing for the Yankees or playing for Real Madrid, playing for Manchester United, like. You know, like once this game is on, like everybody's watching. People that aren't even necessarily interested in the game at all, but they just like see everybody so hyped about it that they want to see and they want to know what's going to happen. And like their takeaways might, you know, not necessarily be true, but it's going to be a takeaway that's going to be out there on Twitter or it's going to be on Instagram. And like everybody's going to have something to say, whether it's like true or not. And these are the things that like affect players like Andre Drummond, like going online, like after a a terrible game and like seeing everybody on Twitter trashing them like Laker Yo, Rob yeah Laker Nation don't Why play. Get this, this guy's trash yeah. blah 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 who's this who is this bum like get him out of here you know like you got Rick the Brick that's gonna come on and trash him Snoop's gonna trash him you know what I mean like everybody <laughs> everybody every single Laker is gonna like you know all the Laker fans like Ice Cube might be a little bit like more you know I'm gonna deal with politics yeah. right now so I might kind of sit on the fence a little Snoop bit definitely go ask what, what what's this like yeah so, but, you know, but, like you have, you have to take all these things into account, like when you think about like putting someone on the Lakers, like can they handle that type of like criticism? Because it does go up several notches. Like once you put that particular um, jersey on, like, you know, you, you get a lot of haters immediately. Immediately. I think, I think, I think that there's one X factor to the situation. Though, and that's LeBron James. Like, look at it this way. He is such a huge figure in the league and on the team and where he is in his career and his legacy that he could take a guy like Andre Drummond under his wing and make are he's supposed to be. I mean, yeah, Drummond is holding on. Drummond approaching 30, if not 30 already. Him asking Drummond to say, hey, what? come play with us to the Lakers. You'll be a starter. you play alongside AD and myself. Everything off the rim, you get shots just the same. Just join the team. And all I want you to do is lock in, be focused, train hard, work hard, play hard, and I'll get you a ring. 
Don't you think that X factor could, you know, kind of? No, 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 I don't think so. I think based on like the precedent that like Andre Drummond has already set, given his work ethic or lack thereof, like I don't think that he he the the drive may be there to do it, but like I think he's like so grandfathered in to his own way of being right now that I don't think that at this stage of his career, like he would like change that much because it would take off it would literally take an about face for him to become the effective player that LeBron would need he him would to be. To, he would have to get Dwight Howard. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. You know, fall on your face. Nobody wants you. You know, everybody laughing at you. And knowing everybody that nobody's going to, knowing that you're not going to get any shots. You, you might get like two <laughs> shots per night. You know, everybody thinks you're a bum and then you're like, all right, let's give me one chance. I think LeBron can probably shape him up. He's still young. The only thing, the only thing regarding that, I'm a little bit upset about right now is the fact that the Wizards have like somehow gone on a little bit of a streak, and mm-hmm. that completely ruined the well the hopes that I had of like the Lakers finding a way to steal Bradley Beal. Working out like his contract would be a whole nother thing, but like it's something that we could like deal with afterwards. But just get him into the get him into the team, like give up like well, I don't care, like give up Kuzma. <laughs> I, I can't say, I, I can't say what we could give. We could. I mean, I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up Schroeder in a deal like that. You wouldn't. Honest. No. I wouldn't, you wouldn't give, give up Schroeder for Bradley Beal. I wouldn't give up Schroeder in a Beal deal. I'm because here, no. What are the here? What here? Let me show you advice. Let me show you advice. Zane. No. Beal is good. All star. But if I'm going to have to give up Schroeder, Casey, um, Kuzma, I basically want Kuzma, and. It would have to be a three team. It would have to be Shooter, a three Shooter's team. Contract, Shooter's contract is one. Shooter is looking to re-sign with the Lakers. Yes. Cool. And mm-hmm. if we can get Shooter on a $20 million, we can probably go at somebody else. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. mid, mid-teens million player. Another good... Because I don't think... I mean, I just, I, just, I just don't think the Wizards would want even Shooter in a deal from the Lakers. I don't think... I think there's nothing the Lakers can offer and probably AD to get deal right now. So I just don't, that's why that's why I reserve for Shooter. I mean, I would give up KCP, Kuzma, um, Trez, and probably, you know, if we have any more picks, I probably even Harden Tucker as well to get him and play Shooter with Beal, with LeBron, with AD, and then pick up anybody else after that. I mean, we can't even call back, um, Guys like well, Sean Pot is back in the league now. Some, some guys who come yeah, Sean, Sean Pot is in Brooklyn. Huh? Yeah, he's back in the league. Now, but if we can keep shooting and get, I mean, everybody else you can touch, but I don't want to touch because I just don't. I just think that we be losing the defensive side. I'm going to switch the topic now because I know um, we too probably know another Laker word. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, so Juno, let's get some predictions from you now. All right, so in, in segments before on the podcast, we've had, you know, host layout the eight from the west, eight mm-hmm. from the east. I mean, I don't necessarily want the the, the playing teams. We just want eight, eight from each okay. conference, your conference finalists, and your, your your NBA champion. So for the east, I definitely have the the Nets, um, winning the east. Like I think they'll eventually like take over. Um. The Sixers, because like usually Embiid starts to break down, like at least around like 
two thirds. I mean, I know we have like 10 games less, 10 or so games less this year, but you know, mm-hmm. NBA like usually starts to break down early. So I think that will eventually affect them. Uh, Milwaukee usually ends up like finding their steps towards the end. So like my one through eight would be um, one would definitely be the Nets, two would be the Sixers and the, the Bucks like right behind that. I think the Knicks are going to like make a little push and, you know, like to touch on something that would be like a little bit further down in the segment um, regarding awards. I think Tom Thibodeau will definitely be in the finals for um, coach of the year. Yeah, because he's been doing a, a, a he's been doing a magnificent job. Like Randall is like coming into his own, and they're getting good guard play out of everyone. And you know, uh, you know, like like the theme for me is like definitely committee. The teams that are like making a difference, like they're doing everything by committee. Like there's not really one player so much that's standing out. Look at even Brooklyn. You know, Harden like has like sacrificed so much of what he's been doing, what he's been like known for the past few years, to you know uh-huh. keep like the team flowing and like you know and it's working out better like his um pr is like going through the roof you know like theo like you know like a analytics guy like that would like obviously agree and like see like just like his efficiency how it affects defense and i think miami and boston are going to end up like fighting it out for um like the last two spots but i believe indiana and atlanta are going to be the ones like fighting it out for like that true I don't want to like you, you said. Don't really touch on the the play on the play in spot so much, but I think that eighth spot is going to come down to Miami, Atlanta, and maybe Indiana. So you have. Let me go back. You have you have Brooklyn, Philly, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I never hear you mention Raptors. The who? Raptors in it. The who? Because <laughs> Raptors are currently fourth. Are they going to Raptors? Are they going to be in it? Yo, we're talking about teams that no. try to make the playoffs, right? We're talking about teams trying to make the playoffs. My bold, my bold prediction is that the Raptors are probably going to end up missing the playoffs. Oh, so the yeah. Raptors out. So we have 76 as Nets, Bucks, Knicks, mm-hmm. Boston, Indiana. Uh, I got the heat right there. I got the heat. I think eventually like, they'll find it. I think they'll find it. They'll, they'll find their farm. As everybody will start to get tired, I think Miami going to start finding their footing. What about the Bulls? Uh, the Bulls, nah. Nah. They're just like a flash in the pan right now. Like, Levine killing everybody, but, like, you know, like, they're not getting, like, production, like, all their, like, their um, bigs as far as, like, defense goes. Like, like everybody's, like, just, like, doing, like, a uh, it's like real helter skelter. If you watch the Bulls games right now, it's like everybody just like passing the ball to Levine, hoping for him to like just go off every night. And you have um, Wendell Carter that is not even like like Wendell Carter right now is like looking like a real bum. He's not looking bad, but he's looking like a bum compared to like where he was projected to be at this stage projected. after being drafted so high, you know. But I mean, like, what what you, what you expect from um, Duke players, right? <laughs> and then the injuries haven't helped him as well but yeah I agree I expected him to be further ahead in his development at this point but you know he's a Duke player so at the end of he's, the a, day. he's a poor he's a poor man's Al Jefferson and by poor man I mean like extremely broke <laughs> so how many teams how many teams is that now like seven eight seven eight, that's, that's eight for me that's my eight yeah and I think that's eight I think so, that's eight so, so, so next so I'm saying, so like, who, 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 yes, I asked, like, who's, who's going to be in the conference finals? 
the conference final I think will come down to um between the Nets and I think Miami Heat. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> what, 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 what was funny? Oh, oh Craig, Craig Huck too. Oh, okay. Craig uh, well, Huck let, too. Let, let, Wes, 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 Wes. All right, yeah, let's move on. I, 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 was shit, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you a joke, but it's fine. We talk off here. Who <laughs> else from the West? From the West, uh, I, I actually think the. I think the Jazz are gonna like hold out. Um, they're shooting the ball. At first, it looks like they're just kind of like on a hot streak, but like just given like how they rotate the ball and like how Rice O'Neal, like his confidence is like the man, like you can argue that the man have all star level confidence, not like play, but like the level that he's playing and the confidence that he has right now. You can just tell with just the way he released the ball every time. It's like, I belong here. So, like little things like that are like rubbing off on other players, like Rudy Gobert's, like. Um, he's like hitting his free throws better, like he's rotating better, like on defense. So he's not like becoming like the foul prone center that he was. Yeah, yes, he's always been a good defensive center, but we all know that he tends to get into foul trouble, which is where the Jazz gets screwed a lot because when he goes out of the game, they get like trashed completely, and then they have to like play catch up, and um, there's no mustard on the table. But um, it's the Jazz for me. Lakers second. I think the Lakers and the Clippers are going to end up being in the conference final. Um, the Suns, uh, I, I don't want to doubt Chris Paul, but you know, he's another year older and another year unproven. And I don't think this is going to be the year given the, um, you know, the small sample size that like he's being afforded to bring the Suns to like, God knows where they're expecting to go. Um, the Spurs are surprisingly, um, doing good but I, I don't have them in the playoff picture like when all is said and done I think the Warriors are going to end up being like you know fifth so I think the Blazers War, um, Warriors and Nuggets are going to kind of like round that out I think the Mavericks I don't know I don't know like that's been my biggest disappointment this year is the Mavericks but I mean I know that the they've been dealing with injuries and stuff but like there's too many games that like they, they've been in and they've blown like down the stretch so if you're doing so, that in the regular season, like I don't see you like not doing the same thing or worse in the playoffs. So Craig's favorite player, Zion, not going to be in the playoffs. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I'll tell I'll tell you this though, Zion should most definitely be starting in the All-Star game. Oh, you mind, Come again. <laughs> Zion should be starting in the All-Star game. Uh, over, 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 over over um Joe. I mean, I mean, for for entertainment, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's. I'm not talking about like. I'm not talking about um, productivity. I'm talking about like it's an all star game. So like you want, we want to be entertained. You know. Yeah. I mean, like the year that Vince Carter was in it, and when you know when him like when McGrady threw it off the backboard and stuff like that, you could argue that other guys were like better. You know, like just. I mean, like it's an all star game. It's like the break. It's the mid season. You know, you know, water. But the, the league, the league not, not to not to not to step away, but the league doesn't have much of those players. I mean, there's no not much Vince Carter's or Tracy McGrady who go out. And, and I think and I think Zion, I think Zion is the one to like do that. But I think they're being so conservative with him, given like exactly. his size and like his health. Like is like he doesn't look healthy to me. You know, 
Like you look yeah, at him yeah. run, he doesn't look. It looks like at any given moment, like he looks like an injury. Like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. He needs to like adopt like the the TB12 method or something. <laughs> but like he's got to like lose. He's got to lose at least 30 more pounds, man. Like just watching him, like I'm fearing for him. Like just looking at him move around. The man already mm-hmm. walk like a oh, him walk like. The man walk like Rick Mahorn or, or like one of them old <laughs> man. Remember them old NBA players? You see them coming with like the ugly suits and like the little duffel bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah, he walks like one of those old men that just look like attrition already starts setting in on him. And man's only like 20, 20 years mm-hmm. old now. Yeah. So, um, so you have the you have the Lakers and the Clippers in the conference final. Yes. Who in the finals? In the finals, uh. I think if the Lakers are able to like address much. the needs the needs earlier, I don't think I don't think the Lakers have the right <laughs> hold now. On, to hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 like a rematch? Wait, say. Wait, say a rematch? Uh, finals rematch? Nah. Mm. nah. You should have you should have glad me even put Miami in other conference <laughs> finals. Yeah. The man wicked man. Look at my gear, look for the olive branch. My gear, this olive branch and the man take it and try it up. Oh boy! <laughs> right, so Miami meeting the fans. That's sweet this time. Yeah. Well, all right. Continue. We'll, we'll go around. Be we'll be fit. Go around and bam with the fit this time. So, yep. Nets. I know you have Nets in the final. I'm busy about the heat, but the Nets versus who? I think, I think the final. I think the finals will be like Nets Clippers. You know, to be honest, and I wouldn't be surprised. No, I mean like look, just look at the matchups. Look at the matchups. Like, like, like you guys were like saying, like <laughs> they don't play defense, but are you going to outscore them? <laughs> that's Net, the thing. Nets in Nets in Nets in six. If that's the case, or five. And like, and, if it's Nets versus Clippers, Nets win. And in five. Fact, everybody, everybody probably gonna lose their mind when they hear like who I have for like league MVP predictions. So, so. let's just jump into that right now. Yes. Okay. Right. So, um, so we have some individual awards. Okay. As we know, so I'm just going to give you the, the award. You give me the name. Cool. Okay. Go ahead. Coach of the year. Coach of the year, Tibbs. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, like it. I think it's they're, they're probably going to give it to Melo because like it's going to be like a popularity vote. But like me personally, I think Tyrese Halliburton like should definitely. Yeah. Should definitely round out the year. Yeah, he's definitely gonna yeah. round out the year like like on an upward trajectory. Interesting. Uh, I like how but triple B same way, but continue. Six man of the year. Uh that was sound weird, but um I'm gonna know why the Lakers didn't let him go, but definitely Clarkson. Oh, that's a lock. Oh, the man on fire, no, brother. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Most improved player. Most improved player, man. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Like I, I, I'll, I'll wait until you guys answer, and then like I'll give mine after. Okay. Um, let's look at defensive player here. I think that should probably go back. I, I actually think that should go to. I want to say Capella so far. Capella's been, like, really good. Like, and he's probably been, like, the only thing, like, anchoring anything remotely close to looking like defense on Atlanta. Like, who have been underachieving, but 
you know, once Clint like kind of got back his footing, you could like see the difference in not just um, their defense, but like how the defense like turns into offense. Like as soon as Capella like comes into the game, like everything is like fast break dunks and like Hertz are going off and Trey going off. And it's just like a bigger, you know, like I, I look at like little things like that to like kind of like gauge like how I'm going to like decide who the defensive player of the year is because it's not just like swatting the ball because it's not that much of a difference between the top three um, shot blockers in the game, but like how their shot blocks actually affect the game going forward is like really what distinguishes them from the rest of the pack. Hmm. Executive of the year. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, I kind of want to give it to the Clippers exec. Oh, Lawrence Frank? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a shot guy. That, the shot. Yeah. I definitely think Lawrence Frank, because like it could have easily, they could have easily got disseminated. <laughs> like they could have easily like got disbanded, like given like how Doc Rivers like went out mm-hmm. and they still held it together. Like he made like the tough, but like wise choice in um, promoting like Tyron Lue, even though like they took too long to do that, almost as if like, you know, like they almost like sabotaged themselves by like, not picking Lou immediately, but like I understand like the way the politics of that work, you know, like you don't want it to look like Lou was I'm like my boss, yeah. For my boss. Yeah, but um definitely I think Lawrence Frank should like definitely be up there. And like it, you, you're not gonna see it now until like if the Clippers actually end up like winning the whole thing, then this we're gonna like come back on this topic and be like, oh yeah, you know, Lawrence Frank actually like held it together when like things really started to go awry. MVP. Right. MVP for me this year? Yeah, so far. Oh, man. Like, it's got to be Harden. Come on, again. I was just about, I was just about to say that. you got to be Harden. James Harden? Oh, man. Yeah. Am, I, am I dreaming? No. <laughs> got to be Harden. got to be Harden because, like, like, we haven't seen... The reason, the reason why I said this is because we haven't seen... We haven't seen enough of KD being on the court to, like, warrant him being in the conversation. Less, yes, he's perennially going to be, like, in that discussion because it's KD. But as far as, like, the actual output, like, since he's been on Brooklyn, you can make a case for Harden being definitely the MVP of the league, like, neck and neck with, um, neck and neck with MB. So you're telling me James Harden is your pick for MVP of the league so far? Did, did the so man far, stutter? So far, so far, yes. So far, yes. I mean, like, it, it hasn't been, like, the entire tenure of the season so far. But, like, as of today, he is my MVP. I mean, and, like, I, I, I see where he has made his mark in Brooklyn, for sure. Yeah. I mean, right. taking over the point guard role, having that team clicking every night he's on the court. But mm-hmm. I just think that he suffers from the fact that Kyrie Irving has been, has been having a great season. But Kyrie okay, Irving but Kyrie has Kyrie, missed Kyrie, time. I mean, yeah. Kyrie Irving has missed time, yes. But when <coughs> Kyrie plays... The funny thing is that if you had asked me this last week, I would have probably said Embiid. Which game... Hold on. Which game, apart from the first game, has Harden stood out more than Kyrie? What? All the games they played on the, the, on like, the West please, Coast Street. Every, ev- every oh, single on. game. I'm, I'm every about, single game. All right, hold on. Remember, Kyrie's playing the two. Right. Yeah. Kyrie's main role is to score. 
Yeah. Oh, that's his Harden, only role. Harden, that's his only role. Uh, as well, his role is to score. That's his Harden only role. Facilitates the offense. Right. Cole yeah. Harden gets people in his spot. It's fine. No. Kyrie's output in, if you watch some of the games that they've played, Kyrie has gone off at key moments in those games. He almost shot them out of the game against the Clippers. If we're that's being one honest. game. Yep. That's yeah, one but, game. but that was a very crucial game. Harden yeah, that's has one game. for for the he, eight game winning streak that they had. Harden outplayed them. No, it's a it's a it's a crucial game to like look at because like it's the only he, sample size you're going to have for a projected finals match. The guy has the second most triple doubles in Nets history. Yeah, he's been there for I'm a not. month. The <laughs> okay. man has been there for a month. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so <laughs> so let's take the sac- All right, so let's go yeah, Sacramento to Orlando. Let's let's go Sacramento to Orlando. Give, give me a second. Sorry, sorry to sorry to cut. Let me give you a second. Sacramento, Harden, 29-13-14. Phoenix, 38-7-11. Lakers, 23-5-11. Clippers, 37-11-7. Oh, by the way, the Phoenix game, Kyrie didn't play. Sacramento mm-hmm. again, 29-11-14. Orlando, 29-7. Shoot me Kyrie's stuff. All right, let me pull up Kyrie's numbers quickly. It's just going to be points. Doing that same stretch I told you about. Hold on. All of those... Um, double digit assist games that Harden mm-hmm. has had. It's easily, easily, you can say that his type of game will always get him high assists. No, I'm not, I'm not, dis- all, I'm not disputing. Dog, I'm not, 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 I just want to hear the case because at the end of the day, I have somebody else who is MVP. You said Harden. I agree with you on Harden. Craig by default. I agree with you on Harden. <laughs> you know, him could have something before now. But two man's Harden means Harden too. Because <laughs> that's his boy. But I want <laughs> to hear the case for Harden. With him necessarily, not necessarily playing with Kyrie, kind of listening his, you know, Value hard, hard, no, hard, like, my case, my case is that like Harden has already shown like an affinity to be able to like be productive like with inferior teammates. You know what I mean? So him having like uh-huh. capable teammates is just gonna basically like boost his um efficiency. You know, like the shots that guys all Harden need is one sniper. All Harden needs is a sniper on the wing, Joe Harris, and a big for pick and roll. Yeah, but but yeah, like if team, if team, but if teams know how to like hone in on those guys, it's your job as the point guard to like get them in better positions. Exactly. You know, it's not like and it's not like when to turn it on. I mean, I had yeah. Arden, I had Arden as an All Star starter based on his output, even in the. Mind you, I don't think he's going what? to win the award. I'm just giving you my opinion on who I think is the MVP thus far. It could very okay. well change by next week. But I mean, I mean that uh, I I really appreciate your your thoughts on the NBA so far and their predictions. I mean, I will have you back later on in the season. All right. You know, get some updates further on. But you know, for now, that's that's that we really appreciate that input. All right. So for this segment of the episode, we'll be doing our own All Star draw for the. 
star game, we have two caps who respective players who are selected first as star serves to form both all-star teams. We saw this format last year and a good way of, you know, mixing up things for the all-star game. So for our, our own segment, we're going to do where myself and Craig will represent Team LeBron, while Junior and Theo will represent Team Durant. That's good, guys? Yep. Alright, cool. Yep. All right, cool. So you know, we know that LeBron was the leading vote getter, so he'll pick first. Then we'll have the first pick from Team Durant, and then we'll alternate the starters. When we get to the reserves, we'll have Team Durant going first, and then we'll follow up. All right. So my first pick, I'm going to pick Steph Curry. Okay. All right, good pick. So Steph Curry, Team LeBron. Okay. And I pick now. Yeah. Yeah, your pick. Okay, so like I obviously want some entertainment as well, and there's literally nobody in the NBA right now more entertaining than Mr. Flat Earth himself, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Uncle Drew. Shake and bake. All right, guys. Craig. All right. Um. Next pick for Team LeBron. Second pick for Team LeBron. In my eyes, not a starter, but we're gonna go with Luca Doncic. Let's let's go. You said he's not he's not a starter in your in my in my eyes. No, no, not not. I I agree with you there. I agree with that. But we're gonna go with Luca Doncic for the second pick. Second pick for Team Durant. Team Durant. Um, Give me Big Philly. Yeah, Mr. Process. Embiid. Embiid? Yeah, give me Embiid. (laughs) Interesting. No, what is interesting is that. Well, with no further ado, <laughs> I'm not going to even waste time. I mean, he's not my favorite player. Yeah. But uh-huh. I can't pass a guy like this for the All-Star Games. Steph Curry and Luca throwing lobs to Giannis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go catch those. Go catch those. right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, my my pick. Okay, um, we definitely have to like keep it nice and interesting, and we need somebody to, um, we need somebody to keep everything going nice and smooth. Someone that's going to be like a guaranteed bucket. So I'm going with Bradley Beal. Ooh, uh, I like that. Right. I like that pick. Because so it, it, com- it does get competitive like real late, and you're going to need some guys that's just going to have ice in their veins. Bradley yeah. Beal. Bradley Beal, like, is not going to be scared to, like, take that shot the way LeBron was, like, low-key scared to take it last year and the year before that. So. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So, so far, we have, for Team LeBron, we have Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James and Giannis. Mm-hmm. And for Team Durant, we have Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum by default, seeing that he replaced mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. We have uh-huh. Kyrie Irving. We have Joel Embiid. And we have Bradley Beal. So, my pick right, now. So, our oh, last my, pick. My who? pick. All right. So, yeah, your pick, the last oh. pick for Team LeBron. Yeah. So, the last, <laughs> team for, the last pick for Team LeBron. 
So technically, we have LeBron, Steph Curry, Luca. We have three of the best passes in the NBA. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for fourth. Let's go with Jokic. Let's go with Joker. Jokic, that's no good. Surprise that's there. Good. No surprise there. Surprise yeah. there. We need a big. Yeah, we need a big. So let's go for Jokic. I, I thought about Jokic when I was making Steve my MVP. Right. We'll get Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. okay. So both rosters, both uh-huh. would be LeBron James, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Giannis, and Jokic. Go up against Team Durant, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Kawhi Leonard, and Joel Embiid. Interesting. I mean, That'd LeBron versus Tatum. Giannis, hmm. Giannis versus Tatum. Four? <laughs> Sound like a hot meal of barbecue chicken to me. <laughs> you know, Embiid, Embiid let's would just love go, to. Let's go to the reserves the and then we discuss teams after. So, Team Durant. Okay. All right, so Theo, I guess I can go. So I'm going first. For the reserves. Yeah, for the reserves. For the reserves. Curly's going to be a bit surprised, but give me James Harden. Wow. Don't let me down for the next pick, please. Oh, I already know where this is going. James Harden. I already know where this is going. Oh, you know, you know, you know who Wes is picking Interesting. next. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Was right. sticking to the team. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming to entertain. Yeah. And we're not necessarily paying favorites here. What time is it? I mean, <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the delicious lobs. <laughs> oh, Jesus wept. Oh, God. Uh, I know where uh, you big, big Z. And Williams is the first pick for the reserves for Team LeBron. <laughs> oh, wow. It surprised me. It surprised me. Well, obviously yes, that leaves that leaves me with like the obvious pick. To entertain. Yeah, Junior knows Junior. Oh man, I'm I'm going I'm going for the win. Oh you know man, I mean? like, and like there's and there's one person that like there's only one person right now in the NBA that like I'll trust with like the last shot. What time is it? What time is it? Game time, baby. Oh. It's game. Time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's a video <laughs> game game. <laughs> A matter of fact, he should have been a starter. Like, if we're keeping it, if we're yeah. keeping yes, it, yes, he should have started over Luca. Definitely been a starter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but we know definitely. how that goes. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Luca, Luca, Luca gets the invisible, um, you know, affirmative action pick. Ah, right, let me chill. Like, but, you know. <laughs> and the, he's and good though. He, he earned that spot. Yeah. All right. Um. So for the second pick, for the reserves for Team LeBron. Ah. Um. Oh. Careful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, I, listen. I, I'm I'm going for the young gunner. I'm going for the high flyer. Let's see if he can still fly. Let's go for Zach Levine. Let's go for Zach Levine. I like sticking with the entertainment. This is going for entertainment. Are we talking about high flyers? Give me Jalen Brown. <laughs> at least there, hey, at least there was no, at least there was no Celtic bias behind that thing. Oh, <laughs> no, but if, but if we're talking about, but if we're talking about like entertainment value, Jalen can jump out of the building yeah, yeah, as J- a lot Jaylen, of you know yeah. trick layups in his bag. With my yeah. pick, yeah. I need somebody who can cook. Mm-hmm. And off this list, there's <laughs> nobody who has had 
a career game that has had more points than this fellow. Mm. Even Mr. 70 points himself, Devin Booker, <coughs> who LeBron oh, said yeah. is the most disrespected all-star. I agree. I agree. So the thing about all-star games is that like it tends to like get away from one team for a while until obviously like that team catches back up and it gets yeah, interesting. Yeah. I yeah. personally think that like the team that um ends up like behind usually comes back and wins. Yeah, that's true. So, so I'm going to need someone to like keep the pace going. And with that, like I will gladly, gladly take Mr. Playoff P himself. Woo! Oh. Woo! I like that. I like All that right. pick. Don't joke on my thing now. Rudy go back. Listen, listen, listen. Forget about the boy Rudy. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. Listen. We need some screens out there. We need some screens to be set. Yeah, we have big ass Jokic. We need some screens. We need some, you know. Big shoulders, yeah, give me Rudy Gobert, man. Rudy, Rudy, let's go. Right. Yeah, we need, we, we need some defense. We need some defense. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, Rudy. Uh, Zion, uh, play a defense. We know Yanis already take, you know, LeBron and the Panda. Yeah. And the, the guards, none of the guards play defense. So, All good. right, Theo, yeah. Theo, do the right thing. Do the right thing, Theo. Hmm. Give me young Sabonis. Sabonis? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I know, I'm, I know, I know. Having a, a great Having a great year. I know, I know, you, I know, I know, um, I know. Hates big. You taking, you taking him, you taking him over Vucevic. Oh. You bugging. Vucevic <laughs> averaging more. Vucevic averaging more points and rebounds, and better on defense. And shoots better. Team Durant has some sort of things to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> However, <laughs> however, <laughs> we are sticking to the theme of entertainment. Please do. Right. <clears throat> and we have one of the most athletic guards in the league. Jumping out the gym. Let's go. A guy who is not afraid to posterize any big. So let me get Donovan Mitchell over here. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Why she and me? I was I was gonna pick Spider, but you said no guards. So Thank I just you didn't, you know. I'm just gonna make the pick that should have been made before. I'm going with um I'm going with Nicola. Uh, okay. The only reason why I'm picking this guy is because I want a, I I need a certain player on Junior's team. I need. Oh no! I need. Wow. So, I mean, the All-Star, <laughs> the All-Star, the All-Star game is going to be that's, that's, in Atlanta. <laughs> we're going to need. We're going to need this guy, this guy's girlfriend, to call up. You know, a couple of our friends to come to the game. Let's go with Ben Simmons. Let's go. We're gonna, we're gonna go with Ben's girlfriend. Now. <laughs> Who's left? Chris Paul. Chris Paul and Julius Randle. Oh, give me Julius Randle. Mm, Julius wow. Randle. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take the best point guard on the list. We'll definitely take the man to hold the ball at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely have Chris Paul pulling the strings. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, if I'm more upset about like. Randall being on the team, or I'll definitely take Chris Paul throwing lobs too. Zach Levine, <laughs> yeah, Giannis. No, that's that's a, that's a good pick. You know what? Zion. You know what? You know what? Like this is gonna be Julius's first All Star game. 
So I think he's gonna like be one of the guys. You know how it goes when like the players when it's their first game, like they kind of like yeah, they play with like a little bit more angst. Yeah, sure. You and know, they so, get like, played on the bench. They get played on the bench. They get played on the bench for sure because like the person that like if I could have if I could have swapped out someone like I know we're gonna do the subs later on, but um the person that I would have definitely had in his position um is Trey Young, but. You know, that's neither here nor there because, like, we'll again, like, we'll deal with the snubs later on. But, like, Julius Randle, man, like, as much as I hate Chris Paul, (laughs) like, I would have definitely taken him over Randle. But, like, I get it though, right? Randle, I can't even justify it. I can't even pretend as if I'm okay with that pick. But, (laughs) all right. So, let's look at, let's look, look back at both teams now. Let's just go over Team LeBron first. Mm-hmm. So on Team LeBron we have LeBron James, right? Starters now we have LeBron James, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Giannis mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo, and Jokic. Right. All right. For Team Durant, starting we have Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> um, Bradley Beal, and Joel Embiid. Cool. Mm-hmm. Reserves for Team LeBron, we have Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Ben Simmons and Zion Williams. And for Team Durant, we have the bonus. We have Paul George, James Harden, Damian Lillard, um, Jason, oh no, sorry, Vucevic. And am I missing anybody? Chris Randall. Paul. Or you said Chris Paul. No, Chris Paul is on oh, team. On, on yeah, we'll cover everybody. Okay. So that's it for this edition of the Meredith Sports Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we discuss more matters relating to sports and the sporting world. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Ready Sports. That is M-I Ready Sports. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>